Our brains are hardwired to respond to stories. How do you use that fact in your marketing? That's what I talked about with my guest, Jeffrey Klein, today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the digital toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. I communicate for a living. And I am always intrigued when I have an opportunity to talk to people who specialize in communication and have developed great ways to connect messages to audiences. And I think you're really going to love today's guest, Jeffrey Klein. He is a story guy. He's a TEDx speaker, an adjunct professor, and content producer who helps people and organizations communicate more effectively through the power of story and visual communication. His diverse professional experience includes working in the film industry on major motion pictures, working and living abroad, and serving as the president and CEO of Nine Dots, a content development and marketing agency. And I should note, he is a gadget and cufflinks enthusiast. I want to know more about that too. But for now, Jeffrey, welcome to the show. Thanks, Lorraine. Uh, I appreciate being here. Jeffrey, before we jump into content, tell me about gadgets and cufflinks. Uh, I actually uh, coined a term for myself, which is an NTG, a non-technical geek. So <laughs> I, I can't, I'm not a coder and I, I can't build things, and, but I love all the things that technology does for you. So I have a drone and I have, you know, toys, a 360 camera. And so I like to play with all those cool gadgets. That's what makes me happy. So mm -hmm. whenever people are, are wondering what I'm up to, they usually find me if it's a VR headset. I love to share those kinds of new new technologies with others as well. Cool. All right. That is a fun sort of sidebar, but I want to get to the main event, which is really talking about effective communication. And as businesses are trying to communicate, and let's face it, these days we're not doing a lot of face-to-face. -face, so what's the best way for businesses to communicate their message to engage an audience of prospective customers. Lorraine, I believe very strongly that the most effective way to communicate any message to an audience is by telling a story. It's kind of a basic understanding. I, I like to say it's an old age you know, skill that's needed for the modern world. And so we've all been doing telling stories, usually when we're younger. And then I think there's something that happens as we grow up where we realize, oh wait, we need to get to the information and share the data and the figures and the numbers. and the reality is that all those things are important, but if you want people to remember and understand what you're talking about, the best way to do that is to create a narrative, to create a story. I totally agree with you. I grew up in a family of storytellers and I had someone once complain about my blog posts because I always opened with a story. And to me, I felt that was how I would pull the audience in. As a business, can you give me maybe a good example of what a good story or where I might find an opportunity to create a relevant story for my business. Well, the opportunity is there anytime you're communicating to a potential customer or client that doesn't know what you're about. Uh, and there's a couple ways to do it. I think the reality in business is we're so focused on saying how great we are and trying to showcase all our features and benefits and those things, those shiny new objects that we like to talk about. But when you're trying to capture someone's attention, there's no better way to do it than by telling a story. 
And so the instances, whether it's in a blog or it's on a video or it's in a social media ad, you want to think about how you're crafting that message that's going to appeal to people. And the beautiful thing about it is it really comes down to the science behind story. A professor of neuroscience, Uri Hassan, did research that basically uncovered that the way our brains work is they become much more engaged when we're telling a story than if we were simply to give the information to an audience. And so when you're telling a story, instead of just doing a generic, we do this for businesses, if you can personalize it, we did this for Tish Flooring, or we did this for Joe the Butcher, and suddenly make it more personal. That makes it feel more like a story. I think one of the things that is a threshold issue, which is interesting that you said we did this, and one of the challenges I think a lot of businesses face is that they forget that no one cares about what they do. Their audience doesn't care about what they can do. They only care about what they can do for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always joke about the the most popular radio station, WIIFM. <laughs> What's in it for me? So I always encourage people that if you're going to tell a story, you need to know and think about your audience first. Mm-hmm. And what's in it for them? What's the value for them? Why should they care? Why should they spend time giving you their attention if there's not something? So I often, you know, I created a formula to help businesses tell their story that starts with the audience. Okay, so now I'm intrigued. The formula starts with the audience. What comes next? The tool I created was something called I call the story pad, where P-A-D represent the beginning the middle and the end of a story. Because what we know from both research and our own experience is that we like that three-act structure. Aristotle back in 650 BC knew what he was talking about. I think it was 650 BC. Long time ago, he created that foundational and we like it, that journey we take with a character. So the story pad is meant to help organizations very easily figure out a way to tell their story, ABC, or as in my case, P-A-D. So the story pad, the P stands for the problem or the pain of your audience. So you're starting with what is it that's keeping them up at night? What is it that they're having a problem with? And then the A is about the answer or the solution that your product or service provides. And then the D is the difference it makes in that person's life or business. So I'll give you a quick example. If you're, and I thought of this because, you know, we're looking at restaurants uh, are hurting now. And so if you're going to try and, get people to come to your restaurant. What's the problem that people have right now? Well, there's less restaurants available. And the problem is, is that I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. I want to eat. So that's, that's a problem. A lot of uh, restaurant customers have is that they're hungry and they don't know where to get some food. So the answer is, well, I have some delicious food for you and I can provide you and I can give it to you quickly and I can deliver it to you. And what's the D what's the difference or impact is that you're going to have a great dining experience and have some really tasty food. So you keep it, you know, I believe in the kiss principle, keeping things simple and so this, this tool is meant to be able to kind of fill in the blanks of any business. If they understand their audience and what they're trying to help them with, they can fit it into this formula. Absolutely. You know, that is very similar to the formula that we use when we write case studies. You know, again, you start with what was the customer's problem? How did you solve it? And then what were the results? So what, what came out the other end? And so... It gives you an opportunity, I think, to take your prospective customer, as you said, on that journey 
maybe it's not exactly what's in it for them, but if they can see how you did it for someone else, that story is, is one of a business that's similar to them, they can relate to. And again, it's way more interesting than just a series of numbers. Definitely. And the idea of relatability being a key factor in any story that you tell is, is can't be understated. And so the idea when you, and that's why I think case studies are so powerful is because you're, you take, the problem isn't necessarily of customer X, it's of a customer you've had. And guess what? Lots of other customers have that same problem. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of animated videos and the kind of typical animated video will say, meet Johnny. Johnny was having trouble finding a loan. You know, or whatever, fill in the blank of this problem. It's not saying you could do it in a way where you said, are you having trouble finding a loan? Where you're directing it right to the audience. But a lot of people use that, you know, we, we had a client named Joe who was struggling with this. And this is how we helped him. So that formula definitely works, I think, in a couple different variations where you're starting, even if it's not the specific problem of the specific person, it's a problem that, that your potential customer would have. And you're sharing an example of that, that someone else had the same problem and here's how we help them. You know, one of the things that I think is so interesting about that approach, we're almost hardwired, you know, like when you go into a store and the sales clerk says, can I help you? And you're like, no, no, I'm just looking. And I think if you lead with, do you need help with this? People's natural reaction is to say, no, no, I'm fine. But when you lead with a story of here's somebody else and they had a problem, now you take down that barrier that people put up and go, oh, they have a problem. Hmm. And they can watch the solution and connect with it without being defensive or feeling exposed. It made me think of the old story that people tell when you go to someone for advice and you say, Lorraine, I've got this friend (laughs) and he's got this problem. And they go on. And of course, the friend is them. Mm -hmm. And so I think, again, that again is showing People may be a little hesitant to say, hey, I've got this big problem. But when you're communicating it out and you either use an example of someone else, they can, oh, yeah, that's me. It's As long as it's speaking to a genuine issue they have, they'll connect the dots. Absolutely. You know, that, oh, we're talking about this person, but really it applies to me. Fantastic. Jeffrey, this has been fabulous. Thank you so much for sharing your perspectives on storytelling and messaging and helping people connect the dots with their audience. Thank you very much, Lane. I really enjoyed it. We're going to have a link to ninedotsmedia.com so people can find you and find out more about what you do. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and would like to find other resources for business owners, be sure to check out the Digital Toolbox at digitaltoolboxin.com and subscribe to more than a few